Today's episode is sponsored by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BrainsOn. Just go to Indeed.com slash BrainsOn right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BrainsOn. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You're listening to BrainsOn, where we're serious about being curious. Brains On is supported in part by a grant from the National Science Foundation. Do you ever look at a pair of crusty socks in the corner and think, man, I wish I had a tongue so long I could grab those stinkers and put them in the hamper without getting out of bed? Or eyeballs so powerful you could see the heat beating down on the pavement as you fry an egg? Well, those are just two of the things we can do. I'm Paul. And I'm Kiki. And And we're we're chameleons. chameleons. We're here to show you how chameleons' lives are a trillion times cooler, chiller, and more fun than you could have ever imagined. us to blow young minds at your kid's next birthday party. Or book a ticket on Paul and Kiki's Chameleon Cruise. Got an auditorium full of rambunctious human children? We will captivate them for at least 11 minutes. We also do weddings, bar mitzvahs, and quinceañeras. We sing, we dance, we change color. And we explain all the most difficult scientific concepts using jokes and props, so you won't be left thinking, what in the chamoopity doop just happened? So what are you waiting for? Stop eating those cheese puffs and hanging around the monkey bars. Monkey bars? Those, my friends, are chameleon bars. We can hang from our tails forever. So give us a call at 1-600-WILD-4-CHAMELEONS today, and we'll waddle your way. I'm Kiki. And I'm Paul. And And we're we're chameleons. chameleons. Committed to changing colors and hearts, one show at a time. You're listening to Brains On from APM Studios. I'm Molly Bloom, and I'm here with my co-host, Arjun, from Sydney, Australia. Hi, Arjun. Hi, Molly. Today's episode is about colorful, captivating chameleons. So, Arjun, what comes to mind when I say chameleon? Um, when you say chameleon, I think of the Jackson's chameleon, which has three horns on its head like a triceratops. It's probably my favorite type. That's so cool. I didn't even know that chameleon existed. You're already teaching me things. So have you ever seen any kind of chameleon in real life? No, sadly. Me neither. Okay, this is our goal now. In 2023, no, maybe 2024. Okay, in the next year, we're going to both aim to find a chameleon that we can see with our eyeballs in real life. Deal? Yes. So you also host a podcast called Animals Rule, which is probably why you're teaching me about animals already. So can you tell us a little bit about your podcast? Yeah, so Animals Rule is a podcast only found on Spotify, where we cover all sorts of animals and dinosaurs. In the podcast, I have a wise old monkey sitting with me in the studio whose name is Loki. 
So he helps me explore more facts about all these animals. Have you done an episode on chameleons yet? Yes, that was my third ever episode. Amazing. Okay. So all animals are awesome. But today we're talking about chameleons and they are really rad reptiles. Loungy lizards. Terrific tree-hugging tail havers. They're known for their bulging eyes, long sticky tongues, and of course, the fact that they can change color. And they've been around since dinosaurs roamed the earth. Today, there are 228 different chameleon species on the planet. So many chameleons, so little time. Especially on Madagascar, which is a big island off the coast of Africa. Almost half of all chameleon species live there. Okay, packing my bags. Madagascar, here I come. Wait, Molly, don't go yet. We need to answer our most pressing question about the wizards of lizards. Oh, right. Jaden and Luke sent us these colorful questions. My name is Jaden. I live in Boynton Beach, Florida. My name is Luke, and I'm from Whisper, Virginia. And I want to know, how do chameleons change color? Why do chameleons change color when they are mad, sad, or afraid? Exactly. How do chameleons change their color? Wait, do you hear that? Yeah, where's it coming from? It sounds like it's right. Hello, human. Ah, there's a teeny tiny lizard on my microphone. The name's Kiki. Wow, are you a Brooksia chameleon? <gasps> How did you know? I host a podcast about animals, so I know a thing or two about you guys. Brooksia chameleons, or leaf chameleons, are the smallest kind. We are. We're about the size of a sunflower seed. And Parsons chameleons are the biggest. You got that right. Hiya, I'm Paul, a Parsons chameleon with a big body and an even bigger heart. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. My size? Thanks for asking. No one asked about your size, Paul. From the tip of my tail to the tip of my nose, I'm over two feet long. You're the size of a small cat. And my purr is even better. Nice try, Paul. Maybe you can tell, but chameleons don't purr. They hiss. Yep, like this. Wait, but why are you here? We're on a mission to teach the world about chameleons. So when we heard you were doing a show all about us, we thought we'd better stop by. That question... How do chameleons change color? What a classic. We have an act for that. And since you're already spreading the word about our amazing kind, we'll do it free of charge. Oh, that's, um, really nice of you. All right, Keeks. You ready to let it rip? You betcha, Polly. Here comes the music. Wait, this is not what we have planned. So if we... Chameleons change color, woo! From green and brown to pink and blue. To red and yellow and orange hues. To purple and black, how about you? They're humans, Kiki. They're not like us. That's always why they make a fuss. About our bodies, our skin so cool. You're right! Let's take them to chameleon school. What in the wide world of weird is happening? I think these chameleons are performers, Molly. Shh. 
Welcome, class. Professor Paul here. A big chameleon with an even bigger heart. And a pretty big following on Lizardstagram. Stick to Find the script, at... Paul! As I was saying, today we're going to learn how chameleon skin works. And it's pretty complicated, so pay close attention. All right? All right. So, chameleons have not one, not two, not three, but four layers of skin. The first layer of skin is where it all begins. Kiki, my props, please. Coming right up. Ah, perfect. The first layer of our skin is mostly clear and lets the light shine through, but it has a bit of yellow in it, just like this slightly yellow sheet of see-through plastic. The first layer of skin is clear with a little bit of yellow pigment. Got it. Yes. Now, the second layer of skin is where a lot of the magic happens. Kiki? Here you go! It looks like this net, and it's made up of teeny tiny crystals. That's a crystal. And this net of crystals can expand. See me stretch it? It's okay to ooh and ah as I stretch it. Ooh. Ah. And it can also contract or shrink back down. When the second layer of skin is in its regular resting state, the crystals it's made out of are snuggled up next to each other. That's a crystal. And together, they often reflect blue light. That blue light mixes with the yellow in the first layer, which makes us chameleons look... <clears throat> when blue mixes with yellow, it makes... Oh, you want us to answer. Green! That's right. But when that net of crystals stretches out, that second layer of skin starts to reflect other colors of light, like, for example, red. Which mixes with the yellow in the first layer of skin, so the chameleon might start to look... Red plus yellow makes orange. Bingo! So the second layer of skin is made out of a net of crystals that expands and contracts and reflects different wavelengths of light. Yep. On to layer three. This one contains melanin, which is the same pigment found in... Oh, I know this one. Human hair and human skin. And lots of other places. Yes! The melanin in the third layer of skin can create brown and black pigment, which mixes with the colors in the first two layers and can turn the chameleon a darker shade. So the third layer is all about melanin, and it releases brown and black pigment. Correct! And the last layer? It reflects white light, but it's not as involved in the color-changing effect. And that's the, the end of our colorful show. Wow, thanks for that awesome color-changing education, Kiki and Paul. Yeah, that was really fun. Wow! So you want to know more about chameleons? I mean, yes, but... They're gonna love my tongue trick. Cue the music, Kiki. Okay, this one's pretty great. Actually, we, we have the rest of our show to do, so... Molly, shh, I gotta see this. Step right up. Actually, uh, stay seated. You humans see that pen over there? Yeah. I'm going to grab that pen with my tongue. From here! But it's over four feet away from you. That's like the length of a cello. Yep, but that's okay, because my tongue is twice the length of my body. 
Whoa, that was so fast! Chameleons have some of the fastest tongues on Earth. Wow! For a human, you know your chameleon facts. Wait, but how does your tongue go so fast? I coil it up at the back of my throat. Paul, no one can understand you with that pen in your mouth. <laughs> As I was saying, I coil it up at the back of my throat like a spring or an archer pulling back a bow, and then, whizzoo, off it goes. So cool. That's not all. Chameleon saliva is 400 times more sticky than human saliva. That means we can carry about a third of our body weight back to our mouths in one fell swoop. Mmm, like a crunchy little fly. Or worms. Or plants. Or a teeny tiny leaf chameleon named Kiki. <laughs> I'm kidding. It gets you every time. Chameleons hardly ever eat each other. Don't make me play leaf. Play leaf? She looks like a leaf when she plays dead. Like that'll do me much good in here. Not a leaf in sight. All I see are these big stands and microphones and paper and pens. Microphone arms are good for climbing. I feel my next trick coming on. Cue the music, Kiki. Okay. Do the thing. You know, say the lines. Ugh. Give me a second, you big tongue head. <clears throat> Observe the chameleon climbing the microphone stand. Watch all of his big toes clamp around that microphone stand. Shloop, shloop, shloop. And now, watch him coil his prehensile tail, which is like the tail of a monkey, around the arm. And watch for it. He can hang from his tail, folks. Chameleon tails are like a fifth hand. That's really cool, but I'm wondering about... About our eyes? It's got to be about our eyes. Oh, my gosh, our eyes. Our eyes. How do we, How do we forget, forget to talk about it's our like eyes? It's the most important thing. We've got to talk about it. I mean, I take a fly. color is important. <clears throat> Arjun, do you know what the deal is with chameleon eyes? Oh, chameleon eyes can move in two directions at once, which means they have almost 360-degree vision, so they can see all the way around themselves. Up. Down. And all around. We can also use our eyes to zoom in on objects like a camera. Mr. Parsons, I'm ready for my close-up. Wow. Okay, I'm impressed. But I think we've forgotten the elephant in the room. What? Where is the elephant? Oh, that's just an expression. There is no elephant. Bring it on, trunk swinger. Human friends, my apologies for the reaction. Paul always wants to be the biggest creature in the room. I'll take you. For real. I'm getting heated up just thinking about it. Look, Paul's changing color. That's what I wanted to talk about. You told us how you change color, but I want to know why you guys change color. Human friends, we will tell you, but this is the grand finale. We need to prepare. And I need a snack to recover. Okay, well... And I gotta say, Kiki, you've never looked so delicious. You dare! <laughs> Joking! Kiki, come back! I love you! Preposterous! When will you learn? Oh, come on! 
we'll be back, human friends. Uh, we, we just need a few minutes. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Wow, what a dynamic duo. I could use a snack, too. Snack break? Sure. We'll be right back. So don't go anywhere. Hi, friends. We're working on an episode about how we grow, and we want to know if you had the power to either grow super tall or shrink super small, which would you choose and why? So Arjun, which one would you choose? Shrink super small or grow super tall? I would probably shrink super small because then I'd be able to slip into places no one else would be able to go. Ooh, like what kind of places are you thinking? Hmm, maybe the other day I accidentally walked into a door. So if I was super small, I could just (laughs) go under the door. Perfect. I'm sorry you walked into a door. Did you hurt yourself? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Okay, good view. Listeners, send us a recording of your thoughts at brainson.org slash contact. And while you're there, you can send us mystery sounds, drawings, and questions. Like this one. Hi, my name's Lula, and I'm from Grand Junction, Colorado. My question is, why are apples different colors? Again, that's brainson.org slash contact. And keep listening. You're listening to Brains On. I'm Arjun. And I'm Molly. And we're learning all about laser-eyed, tough-tailed, color-changing... Chameleons! We've learned all sorts of cool facts about them. Their eyes can move in different directions at the same time. They can hang from their super-strong tails, like monkeys. And their second layer of skin expands and contracts, which is one of the ways they change colors. But... What we haven't figured out yet is why they changed color. Yeah, Kiki and Paul said they'd come back to tell us why, but I don't see them yet. Do you? Huh, no. Hmm, Well, while we wait, let's do the... Are you ready, Arjun? Yes. All right, let's hear it. What are your thoughts? Okay, so it sounds a bit like someone put a bunch of things in a box and is shaking the box around. So what do you think could be in the box? Could be like board pieces. It sounds like it's not things that would be soft. Probably would be things that are wood or metal. or. So you're thinking like board game pieces. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll hear it again and have another chance to guess at the end of the show. I still don't see Kiki or Paul. Do you? No. Do you think they're playing hide-and-go-seek? Oh, maybe that's why they change color. To blend into the world around them. That means they could be hiding anywhere in here, perched on my purple polka dot pencil case. Fanned out on our fancy fuchsia phone? Oh, hello? Hi, Molly. It's Chris Anderson. Chris Anderson, Associate Professor of Biology at South Dakota University and Supervisor of the Anderson Lab? Oh my gosh, Arjun, what perfect timing. Hi, Chris. So glad you called. 
Molly and I were just wondering, why do chameleons change color? Oh, yeah. Chameleons actually can change color for a wide range of reasons. For instance, if chameleons are cold first thing in the morning, they can change their color in order to uh, absorb more heat energy from the sun. Or alternatively, if they're very warm, they can turn really pale coloration to become less absorbent, reflect more of that light. And they also will use it as uh, kind of an indicator of their, their mood um, and how they are feeling about the surroundings of their environment. Okay, so chameleons change color to adapt to their environment and how they're feeling about the world around them. Cool. Do chameleons change color in different patterns? Yeah, so there's kind of that age-old uh, question about, like, what happens if you put a chameleon on plaid or something like that? Does it, you know, match that uh, background? Chameleons aren't really actively matching their background based on kind of that camouflage type of assumption about how they're changing color. Instead, what we see is that chameleons have kind of adapted over the course of evolution to the environment that they live in. And so some of the colorations that they adopt tend to conceal themselves well against a backdrop of their uh, natural environment. So they can't control the colors or patterns they display, but they've evolved so that when they do change colors and patterns, they tend to blend into their surroundings. Can chameleons communicate with each other by changing their color? They can, actually, and they can adopt a wide range of colors and combinations of colors throughout their body. And we've started learning quite a bit over the years. For instance, when two males are interacting with each other, a male that thinks he's dominant is going to tend to be brighter colorations and uh, exhibit some of those more impressive bright colors. Whereas a male who wants to communicate to the other male that he's submissive, he would tend to adopt more muted and darker colors to try and bring that confrontation down a notch so that it avoids any type of fighting. And similarly, females can communicate to males, you know, whether they are receptive uh, to the male's advances or presence based on the colors that they have adopt and uh, some of the other signals that they can give, um, including, you know, gaping their mouth and hissing and uh, puffing up. So how did you get interested in chameleons? So I actually became interested in chameleons when I was in middle school, and I was really interested in getting a chameleon as a pet. But my father had had chameleons when he was a child and knew that chameleons were relatively sensitive animals to keep in captivity and was a little bit hesitant to allow me to get a chameleon. And so my parents made a deal with me that if I did my research on chameleons for six months and read everything I could and was comfortable with what I needed to do to keep a chameleon as a pet, that then at that point, if I was still interested, they would let me get a, a chameleon as a pet. And so I ended up reading everything I could get my hands on, bought all kinds of books. I started talking to uh, other keepers and researchers online, uh, learning all I could about chameleons, and eventually got my first chameleon as a pet, and that snowballed into additional fascination and curiosity with chameleons more generally. And I'd get a couple more chameleons as pets over time, and I was keeping multiple different species. And then I started becoming really interested in chameleons in the wild as well. And so my interest in chameleons kind of ballooned into this broader obsession, if you will, with chameleons in general, which also helped to foster some of my interest in other general biological questions. Thank you so much for answering our questions, Chris. Not a problem. I enjoyed talking to you. Bye, Bye Chris. Please. 
really wonder what happened to Kiki and Paul. Yeah, you'd think they'd be back by now. Come, 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 chameleon. We come and go. We come and go. There you are. What took so long? Oh, hello. Hi, humans. We went to a bodega around the corner, and they didn't have any frozen cockroaches. Imagine that. They must have sold out or something. And their leaf selection was unbelievably bad. So, uh, we had to take a quick trip to the pet store. And the garden center. What a schlep! And ride along on the roof of a taxi. And cling onto a woman's leg just to get through the door. Wow, sounds like an adventure. More of a hassle, really. But anyway, finale time? Well, we actually figured out the answer to our question. Chameleons mostly change color based on their emotions. <gasps> Paul, did you hear that? Yes, Kiki, a human who understands our biggest secret. Paul, it's working. Our tireless performances. Our endless tours. Our cruises. Our home visits. Our studio visits. They're all making a difference. People are learning about us. Humans, thank you. Thank you for spreading the good word about our kind. Paul, I think this deserves our song of celebration. You're right. Cue the music. Changing colors, changing hearts. Our tongues and eyeballs are works of art. Humans, come on and watch our show. Cause we're a lizard that you should know. Love chameleons and you'll find chameleons we're a gift to humankind chameleons will blow your mind yay, yay! bravo oh so wonderful Thank you. Thank you. We're off to our next performance. We're performing at Lizard Palooza. Wow, that's the largest lizard-based music festival in the country. Well, what Paul meant to say is we'll be performing for free in the parking lot outside Lizard Palooza. I'm sure they'll offer us a headlining bill once they see what we have to offer. Later, humans. Bye. Tell all your friends. Chameleons are lizards with tongues that are super fast, super long, and super sticky. They have cool eyes that can move in two directions at once and see more types of light than us humans. They have multi-layered skin, which can help them change colors. And they use their color-changing powers to show how they're feeling. That's it for this episode of Brains On. This episode was produced by Rosie DuPont, Nico Gonzalez-Whistler, Molly Bloom, Anna Goldfield, our own Waldis Lassie, Anna Weggle, Ruby Guthrie, and Mark Sanchez. Our editors are Sandin Totten and Shayla Farzan. Sound designed by Mark Sanchez, and we had engineering help from Alex Simpson. Beth Perlman is our executive producer. The executives in charge of APM Studios are Chandra Kavati, Alex Shaffert, and Joanne Griffith. Special thanks to Arvin Tongali, Stephen Ferrone, Sarah Chayette, Josh Rudnick, Amy Chan, and Grant Miller. Brains On is a non-profit public radio program. There are lots of ways to support the show. Head to brainson.org. 
While you're there, you can send us mystery sounds, drawings, and questions. And you can subscribe to our Smarty Pass. It gives you a special ticket to Brains on Universe bonus content, plus ad-free episodes. Okay, Arjun, are you ready to hear that mystery sound again? Sure. Okay, here it is. All right, new thoughts. Last time you thought maybe someone's shaking a board game box. What do you think now? Well, originally, now I thought it might be someone knocking things over, but it goes on too long. I almost heard like wheels or something. So maybe it could be a wheelbarrow with things in it. Oh. And they're shaking it back and forth. Totally, totally. Or they're using the wheelbarrow to knock things over. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? (laughs) You ready to hear the answer? Yes. All right. Here it is. That was the sound of me stirring almonds in a bowl with soy sauce to make tamari almonds, which are a very yummy snack. Oh. Oh. I didn't even think of cooking. Okay. So my wheels thought was totally wrong. But you, the shaking of something in a box was like pretty close. Shaking almonds in a bowl. Yeah. Now it's time for the Brains Honor Roll. These are the kids who keep the show going with their questions, ideas, mystery sounds, drawings, and high fives. Tala from Chicago, Levi from Kumaroa, New Zealand, Alice from Brattleboro, Vermont, Nathaniel from Seattle, Archie from Madison, Ohio, Baron from Idaho City, Nitsen from Washington, D.C., Jacob from Nyack, New York, Lyman from Denver, Noah from Marblehead, Massachusetts, Mary Jane from Strasburg, Pennsylvania, Eloise from Delphi, Indiana, Magnus from New Mexico, Chelsea and Alex from Portland, Oregon, Jessica and Joe from London, U.K., Maddie from Sawarita, Arizona, Kaylin from Toronto, Owen and Liam from Kanaohe, Hawaii, Mordecai from Las Vegas, Smita and Artie from Victoria. Victoria, British Columbia, Ishan from Singapore, Peter from Bridgeport, Connecticut, Maggie and Galen from Littleton, Colorado, Cielo from Los Angeles, Nyla from Tampa, Florida, Cass and Viola from San Francisco, Elsa from Austin, Texas, Acacia from Juneau, Alaska, Hugo from Guilford, Connecticut, Fiona, Ronan, and Dara from Cohasset, Massachusetts, Emma from South Lyon, Michigan, Ellie from Decatur, Georgia, Rianne from Washington, Oliver and Nora from Fair Oaks, California, Phoenix from Eastbourne, UK, Yunha from Maryland, Caroline from Los Angeles, Iris from Doylestown, Pennsylvania, Lucia from Charlottesville, Virginia, Liam from Blaine, Minnesota, Everett from Springfield, Virginia, David from Louisville, Kentucky, Caroline from Brooklyn, New York, Shansa from East Moline, Illinois, Benjamin from Los Angeles, Oliver and Ellie from Los Angeles, Zach from Asheville, North Carolina, Caspian from San Antonio, Texas, Hazel from Minneapolis, Emily from Ohio, Edison from Tucson, Arizona, Ida from Melbourne, Australia, Jax Tatum and Hartley from Lake Mary, Florida, Spencer from Jupiter, Florida, Ella from Colorado Springs, June from Brooklyn, New York, Ella from Silver Spring, Maryland, Felicity, Sebastian, Lydia, Leo, and Veronica. Monica from Falls Church, Virginia, Isaac from Ellicott City, Maryland, Hallie and Annie from Chandler, Arizona, Gavin from Lakeland, Georgia, Juca from Chicago, Wes and Iris from Hope Valley, Rhode Island, Xenia and Kelson from Dundee, Oregon, Kira from Sammamish, Washington, Elton from Laguna Beach, California, Giacomo from San Francisco, and Didier and Betty from Witchcliffe, Australia. We'll be back next week with more answers to your questions. Thanks for listening.